0: Welcome to Don't Waste a Good Recession, presentation 8, the 8th of May 2020. Short presentation this week because I'm actually on vacation. Not, sadly, as much of a vacation as I'd like, but still taking a little bit of time off, which is an important part of the self-care routine that we've talked about for business owners. We're going to talk a little bit this week about the impact that the coronavirus recession is having on different sectors, Obviously, one sector that's been dramatically hit is the travel and tourism industry. So as you can see, while I am working from home, this is not where I'd rather be. Uh, And the statement that I'm making is when this is over, I'm going to uh, this vision here from the Matanavusi Eco Surf Resort on the coral coast of Fiji, which of course is where I'd much rather be holidaying than here at home. I'd love to hear from you in the Facebook group When this is over, where are you going? Now, maybe somewhere close, maybe somewhere far away, maybe that dream holiday you've always had, maybe that lovely place that you love to get back to every chance you can and you're looking forward to returning very soon. So share them. Give specific providers a plug or just share what you love to be doing so that you've got that goal for when everything moves on. As things continue to do, as always, we jump into this week. And I'm going to share this week, the shortest, easiest meditation that I know. So I'd invite you to close your eyes. And we're just going to take three deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth. Do you take The next breath in through the nose, just feel any tension in your body. And as you breathe out, just release, loosen, share. And the final breath, deep breath in through the nose. And as you exhale, put the palms of your hands together, slowly open your eyes. And a meditation can be that quick and easy. Any time during the day you find yourself a little bit lost, frazzled, uncertain, can be as simple as closing your eyes, taking three deep breaths, maybe doing a little bit of a check-in, and then jumping in to whatever it is, the content that you need to do next. Our content is the economic snapshot for this week. Not a lot of change, which is unfortunate in many of these instances, for this week Active coronavirus cases continue to climb the UK, the US and globally at about the same pace they were climbing last week. In Australia, they have continued to decline at the same pace that they were declining last week. That, of course, is great news and continues with that projection that I made three or four weeks ago about how Australia could very well be very close to coronavirus free uh, by the end of May. So we're tracking very, very nicely in that country. Australia being the lucky country we discussed last week could very well be the case. Uh, The stock market indices that we look at as proxies for the global market and as a forward indicator, all red this week. But again, very, very flat, as they have been for much of the last month. No new unemployment data uh, or GDP growth data. Some relevant data, though, that has come out. uh, The Australian... Bureau of Statistics has released some information which the Treasury Department there are using for some of their forward estimates. Uh, That data suggests that presently, here at the beginning of May, there are about 1 million Australians who are out of work, which would suggest that the unemployment rate, which when last measured in late March was at 5.2%, that unemployment rate will get to uh, about or over the 10% mark That's a bit of a milestone figure in Australia, not only because it's a round number, which people tend to grab onto and remember, uh, that was also where our unemployment got to during the last recession almost 30 years ago. Uh, So that's a number, certainly, that the Australian government will be working hard to to keep low. Uh, It's a number I think we're going to see across all of those different countries. And it will be very interesting to see how many of the stimulus packages from the furloughing in the UK to the JobKeeper in Australia what impact those are going to have on unemployment numbers because they're designed to aim to essentially, instead of the government funding unemployment, to fund employment, to try and keep the unemployment numbers low, keep people in jobs to a degree. One, if you jump down into the lower detail of those Treasury estimates, even though it talked about how we may be seeing 10% of the Australian workforce currently unemployed, When it broke it down into some different industry sectors, we had a look at food services and accommodation, those in hospitality, the travel, the tourism that we've just been touching on. Unemployment in some of those sectors is over 40%. And this touches on a critical point, which is the focus for this week's priority. But this week's priority for you in your business is to make sure that you do have some of those industry peers and industry mentors. If you've watched the pre-recession playlist videos on our YouTube channel, you would have seen this. It's about a seven-minute video uh, that I did in January of 2019 looking at the counter-cyclical recession response. So this was preempting for my viewers, my clients at that time, how to prepare for a recession and when one hit, what you needed to do, and picked five areas that, could be different to what the natural instinct might be to do. So where some people might uh, bunker down and think small, you've got the opportunity to think big. In fact, both clients that I worked with yesterday, my one-on-one business coaching capacity, are recruiting right now. They're looking at the opportunity they are, making sure they don't waste a good recession. And point five on that video talked about sectors, the fact that different sectors experience the economy differently. And so we do have the potential to, in our business or our industry, make some incorrect assumptions if we're buying too much into the news. So while the news might look rosy at 5.2% unemployment, when we know that in our industry it's 40% or more, then that is going to tell us that there are different things that we need to be doing. And indeed, I got a great email from Helen in Western Australia during the week uh, to point out that... uh, While I've been pointing out, talking about how Australia hasn't had a recession in 30 years, and that's true of the general overall Australian economy, it's not the case for many sectors. Uh, In Australia, mining is an excellent example of a sector that has indeed gone through multiple recessions during that time frame. And so advisors who have mining experience, who have been through the ups and downs, Are absolutely in a great position to share that experience, not only with the mining industry, the oil industry right now, but more broadly across wider industries, other sectors that are experiencing this for the first time. That's why it's critical that some of the key people you have in your war cabinet, as we talked about last week, are those mentors or industry peers, people who are in your sector and are going through and know exactly what you may be going through. Again, if I jump back three weeks, we look at presentation five, I talked about how different industries are going to be responding differently, how the needs of a business in hospitality, in travel, is going to be quite different from the needs of a professional services business, which may be coasting through the worst of this respond phase downturn much better than, than others, and how retail was already an industry that was in turmoil and needs to be planning and creating the future right now. So your actions this week are checking in on your industry peers. And if you don't know where to start, if you're really not sure, then understand it can be formal, it can be informal. It doesn't have to be a strict association or organisation, but those can be a great great place to start. Four factors to take into consideration when you're looking for some of those peers or those mentors. The industry, so having the same industry experience as you. The geography is quite relevant at the moment. Different rules and restrictions related to the COVID-19 pandemic are going on not only nationally, but even across in countries, different states, different regions, within countries. So having somebody who's experienced in your region knows how that's going uh, can help. Uh, And a big shout out to CCIQ, the Chamber of Commerce and Industry, here in Queensland where I live. I'm running a presentation with the CCIQ this week, which is designed to really focus on some of those geographical needs and similarities. What are the opportunities for businesses in Queensland? Again, we'll be sharing that in the Facebook group if you're not already a member. The other two factors to always consider with industry peers and with mentors, where are you in your life cycle? You're a startup business. Your needs are going to be different to if you've been established for 25 years, for example. And the vision. If you have a vision of creating a lifestyle business, learning from those who have 100 staff and vice versa is not going to be quite as valuable. So those four factors when you're looking for industry peers, the industry, the geography, your life cycle stage, and your vision, being clear on those and having those conversations. If you don't already have a network or a mentor, your task this week is to go out, find somebody, even just for an informal Zoom-based coffee conversation to share how you're feeling and to see what they're experiencing across your wider industry. Mining, I talked about as a great example, and I wanted to share with you one of my favourite prayers Which is relevant for all of us now, but I learnt it and know it as the miner's prayer, which is quite simple. Dear Lord, please give me one more boom. I promise not to stuff this one up. And while we're on the topic of a bit of levity and humour, the US, Australia, and elsewhere, this Sunday will be Mother's Day. Many lockdown restrictions will still be in place, and of course, even in places where that may not be so, there's still the imperative to make sure that we are being quite cautious, hashtag flatten the curve and of course hashtag love your mum. Banksy did this poster in Bethlehem, it had some perhaps more political meanings when he drew it and I think it's going to reflect the Mother's Day experience for many of us sending love perhaps from afar. Uh, For those of you who are mums, uh, for those of you who are thinking of their mums, their grandmothers, Please enjoy some time with family this weekend. And I will see you next week's presentation in the Facebook group, as always.